to the Now We're Talking podcast, where we attempt to review the entire UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. I'm Harry. I'm Martin. And I'm Jacob. This week we'll be discussing Volume 4, Disc 1 of Now That's What I Call Music. I don't actually have any (coughs) questions because I didn't bother reading the lyrics this week. Uh, In fact, I don't need questions. I can give you hard, cold facts if you like. Right, war. War is stupid, yeah? And people are stupid. See, facts. Don't need questions. (laughs) I've got a question for you. What's that? Hello. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) No, because you're you're here next to me. I don't need to look for you. Well, there you go. There's the answer. Unless I was really short-sighted. It's just a yes or no question. I'm not no. good at those. Just say no. <laughs> okay. Context, um, Harry. Do you want to hear? Yeah, now four. Released in the 26th of... Released on the 26th of November 1984. Only got to number two. It's the only now album oh, to not me. reach number one. The only now album. Yeah, because... to date. Well, in, in 89, they invent the compilation chart so that it can stop getting to number one in the normal one. And yeah. it gets number one in... The compilation one. Yeah. I think people always. were just fatigued by this point, but surely these days it doesn't oh. get number one. No, they weren't fatigued. There's a there's a new dog in town. Oh, it was, right, okay. it was beaten to number one by Sony's Hits One. Sony Hits One. Oh, oh nasty! Wow. It still sold more copies than now too, and it was the first one to have a CD version, which was probably meant to be a compilation of 1984 nows that they sort of mashed onto one CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's now four for the only now to never get to number one because wow. of hits. There's a idea for another series if hits. if we get to the end of now. I mean, there's loads of hits. It's easier to write that down on your birthday list, isn't it? Hits. Yeah. You know, rather than now it's what I call music. But I don't know, people probably were calling it now already. What was going on in history then? We stopped at sort of the 5th of August. Um, yeah. We're just starting the Los Angeles Summer Olympics. Carl Lewis equaled Jesse Owens when he won gold in four events. Oh. Uh, 100 metres, 200 metres, four by 100 metres and long jump. Was he one of ours? <clears throat> no, Carl Lewis is American. American, isn't he? American, okay. Yeah. That's sort of us. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Daley Thompson, who's British, he won gold in the decathlon, and yeah. Sebco defended his 1500 metres crown from the Olympics before. And Stephen Redgrave won the first of his five golds at, at the 84 Olympics. Wow, that is a golden era. Yeah. We still talk about Redgrave and Co now, don't we? So, 4th of September, Thomas and Friends aired for the first time on British television. Yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to watch. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, of course, I wasn't into it. So my first memory is of my one of my first memories is of, of my dad giving me a Thomas the Tank Engine video on my birthday. That's yeah, great. It had everything: trains, carriages, Trains. tractor, Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Yeah. Actually, he's the, the best thing about that. <laughs> Uh, on the 26th of September, the UK agreed to hand over Hong Kong to back to China. They said they would do it in 1997. Which they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a poem about it at school. 
Can you remember it? Oh, I wish. No, that was that was my when I was becoming when I was becoming woke. That was, okay. yeah. yeah, I see what was going on. I remember being angry that they were lying about British beef. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> given it, saying it one given mad cow disease. How can they lie like this? You've got a, a record of your poems, like you have all the music you've recorded and written. No, oh, no, no. So yeah, on twenty third of October. Uh, on BBC News Michael Burke reported on the famine in Ethiopia which sort of woke everyone up to it and began the whole live aid thing mm-hmm. it was Burke was it so yeah. you know, people give geld off for all the props but it yeah. was Burke it was Burke yeah. he's, he's a good lad Burke you know? yeah, so he'd, he'd done that and then he did 999 which meant yeah. he's all more safety conscious yeah it's class act. Thanks, Pat. You're listening. <laughs> oh, this one was this one was funny. On the 31st of October, on Halloween, the Vatican forgave Galileo for his research into the orbit of the Earth. Three hundred and sixty something years. Well, after it wasn't his just death. research. They put him under house arrest and stuff, didn't they? And Did they? Heretic. Yeah. Well, they said sorry. That's all right then. <laughs> uh, I for November. Reagan easily wins the U.S. presidential election. And on 25th November, Band-Aid was recorded, uh, but not released. (laughs) (laughs) In sports, uh, on October the 3rd, the North American Soccer League ended. That was a big money 70s soccer league thing with like Pele in it and stuff, and George Best. And it lost loads of money and folded in at the end of 84. That's a different soccer league they have now. Yeah, it's the MLS now. Major League Soccer. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, the XFL now. That's what you think of it, is it, Philip? <laughs> yeah, nice one, Phil. Get get on the recording, why don't you? Yeah, I did think that if we're going to record here, we might end up with some cat cat noise on the recording. Well, we had cats on the other ones. And look, he's going to be annoying and get behind the wires and try to. Sure, yeah. Right. Well, like... let's have to kill him. Right. <laughs> Yeah, also in October, October the 26th, three NBA rookies began their career. Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, On October the 21st, Nicky Lauda became Formula One champion after he came back from retirement. And he won the championship by half a point. That's the smallest margin anyone's ever won it by. How do you get a half point? Uh, there was a race that was really rainy and they only ran about half of it, so they gave everyone half points. <laughs> So if you had an odd number of points, you ended up with a point five. Did they give them a sticker yeah. as well and a lollipop <clears> and, and go, well done, well done for trying. God, the person who lost by half a point must have been lying awake at night wondering what he did to deserve that. <laughs> it's like so, so close. Alan Prost, he did all right for himself. So uh, Hatches, Matches and Dispatches, that's births, marriages and deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, their births in in August. We had singer James Morrison. You know him? No, no. <laughs> I know Jim Morrison. Morrison. You know James Morrison? Oh, he had a lot of hits in the sort of noughties. Oh, okay. I know Mark Morrison. Can't name him. I know Van Morrison. I can't. I couldn't tell you any of his songs. You give me something. And that might be him. Okay. Uh, but it might not be. Don't know what that. But is. he was born Sounds anyway. Very nice though. Born. <laughs> He's one of those ones that sings in that sort of voice like that. Apparently, he was. It's interesting when he was born because he was born singing. Apparently, he used to sing in the womb. Really, his little songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's one of those sound like Jeff Buckley sort of singers. Yeah. On August the twenty second, former Norwich goalkeeper Lee Camp, <laughs> and uh, on August the twenty third, former Liverpool footballer Glenn Johnson. Then in September, we've got Prince Harry, Dizzy Rascal. 
Keisha from the Sugar Babes. Yeah, this one. Personal favourite. Uh, I don't know which one's which. Really. You probably like Mucha. I like. Was there, was there a ginger one at one point? Uh, uh, there's Siobhan. been a couple. Siobhan was yeah, in the Siobhan, original lineup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was good. I liked her. Yeah, original lineups. Best. We all like one different. That works out nice. <laughs> if you're listening, sugar babes, go on like a triple date. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> also in September, Avril Lavigne was born. Yes. Yeah. I love me a bit of Avril. You can have the sugar babes. I'll have Avril. In October, we've got Ashley Simpson, who's uh, Jessica Simpson's little sister. Yeah. That's what she's famous for. Katy Perry. Yeah. Kelly Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to have some hits, isn't she? Changes yeah. and Shut Up, or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, yeah. Footballer Oberfemi Martins, who played for Newcastle. I've got him in there because his age is pretty disputed, like a lot of African footballers have been. Yeah, a bit weird, that. Like, don't know why that happens. In November, Delta Goodrum, the uh, soap actor and singer. Do you remember her? No. She had all singles. She had singles out. Who was and she, she went out with someone. Who was she in soaps? She was in Neighbours. Ah, uh, she was a Neighbours one. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it weird? These two were like, born. And she was like um, Flick's friend. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? So people are being born that are then going to be on Nows later on. That's, yeah. that's really weird. Yeah. I think that's weird. Yeah, but Femi Martins was never on her. No. On her now. No, nor was... Um, she might be, though, in the future. She. He. She. <laughs> uh, the, sex, the sex and age is disputed. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a few days before the release of Now, November 22nd, Scarlett Johansson was born. Yeah. So, quite a hot time to be getting born, actually, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. There's some crackers there. Yeah. I guess it just works out for our generation celebrities we recognise are being born around then anyway yeah I guess well that's good like contemporaries pop stars it's, like well no it, it's good because you know generally women you know don't like to go out with guys younger than them just generally right. so if depend, like if someone like Scarlett Johansson is, is around the same age as me I might have a shot you know no but she's a little bit older than you uh, see I don't but that's we need to wait we, a few years give it a couple of years yeah, wait yeah. till about now 10 see who's born then yeah there'll be loads of people <laughs> that I have a, have a shot with because age is the only only barrier yeah. to, to going out of a pop star. <laughs> I didn't realise you harboured this ambition to marry a pop star. I am married, but if I wasn't married, I wouldn't want to marry someone like Delta Goodrum. I'd, I'd want no. somebody still having hits, cash yeah. cow. Yeah, you still yeah. want the money, don't you? So Katy Perry then would probably be the best one for you. I don't know because I don't know if I want to be somewhere where Russell Brand has been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't, I, I don't I think, think I, Katy Perry's that hot. I know other people do, but she doesn't really do it for me. Uh, I think she's quite nice, but like, I don't think you can avoid Russell Brand. He's like the Genghis Khan of the celebrity <laughs> world. Genghis Khan. <laughs> his taint. His taint is so. Uh, <laughs> so is it? Is it like George the Third? Everyone's meant to be related to as well. Okay. Some king. Uh, what's uh, Charlemagne is supposed to be like our, our distant ancestor or something? Everyone. No, oh, Charlemagne. Eh? Charlemagne. Yeah. Isn't that a drink? Yeah, uh, yeah it's <laughs> yeah, it's like a sort of wind. It sounds like a kind shit, of big, boozy drink. It sounds like yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit like baby sham. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and I've done it the wrong way around again. Deaths. In August, J.B. Priestley and Truman Capote, two great writers. Ah. And in October, Leonard Rossiter, 
star of uh, Rising Damp. Yeah, it was in two thousand and one yeah. as well, and uh, and Reggie Perrin. Yeah, Reggie Perrin. That's where I remember. Him good from. old. <laughs> faking his own death and then he died for real yeah people that backfired didn't it yeah or did he yeah uh, yeah oh no we have got a happy thing weddings in September Janet Jackson married James DeBarge at the age of 18 mm-hmm. is, is James he DeBarge in he was a singer wasn't he? Is, was he a new edition or something I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, James DeBarge was to the beat of the rhythm of the night. Oh, right. Until the morning light. And he looked like Michael Jackson, didn't he? Oh, that's that a bit one. weird, isn't it? Yeah, he looked, looked like he tried to pretty much be Michael Jackson back oh. in the day. Also, Gene Wilder married fellow comedian Gilda Radner um, in September. In October, breaking lots of young men's hearts, Sigourney Weaver married Jim Simpson for oh. uh, six years her junior. Hey, nice. <laughs> so I could have had a shot with Sigourney Weaver. I mean, I was born a couple of years after this, you know. <laughs> if she likes younger men, she'd be considerably. She'd be thirty-five years older than you because she's thirty-four here. The year. Well, she likes some young, like so you know. <laughs> yeah, I still think she's got it. Oh, well, fair enough. Uh, yeah, in film and TV, September saw the first episode of Miami Vice aired. Is that Miami Vice? Yeah, I think so. Or is that Hawaii? That's Hawaii Five O, I think. Oh right, yeah. I never know the difference between these. Miami Vice. What was the one Tom Selleck was in? Magnum. I don't know the difference between these things. Just they like these sort of coked up eighties. Miami Vice is the one with all the suits and the eighties suits. The ones that look like a Duran Duran video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in October, The Terminator was released in nice. cinemas. Yeah, so that's your 1984 for you. Well, that's your back. That's a back good. In. That's a good year for The Terminator to come out. You know, 1984, and it's a, like a post-apocalyptic dystopia thing. Yeah, it's better than 1984 because 1984 didn't have any robots in it. Yeah, and it's set in the future is like 1997 isn't yeah, it yeah I know that's great which is also <laughs> when Britain give back Hong Kong so it might be a link there yeah. <laughs> it might be a link well thanks for that uh, enlightening roundup, Harry I certainly know more about 1984 than I, than I used to <laughs> you know more about the sort of fall should have done the fall collection really you know like some fashions that were fall collection <laughs> <laughs> first song if you're happy to move on I don't think I've got anything to say about it that I didn't say about Paul McCartney the last time he was there it's just a nothingy song pretty bad isn't it oh really well I love which version did you listen to the the dance version special dance mix special dance mix that's really? the one that was on now yeah yeah, yeah that's they what I special listened dance to mix. but there was like there's a, horrible, a ballad version as well oh, that's a horrible oh is there a ballad you didn't like this version I thought it was good. I liked it. What? Yeah, it's good. You don't like it's living all right. <laughs> I can't back like that. all the time. Yeah, but that's a good fun song. This is terrible. This just reminds what? me of like Look, Paul McCartney trying to be down with the kids by putting some like slap bass and some simps in a song and be like, oh, "Look, I'm like Duran Duran now." Dave Dave Ooh. Gilmore played the solo on it. I really? Didn't, I didn't notice that, so oh, I can't be one of his good. No, no, no. That's on the ballad version. Oh, okay. Yeah, you no, don't get to hear that on the special. It's just. He's at that point in his life, he doesn't really have to try. He's written loads of hits that have been covered loads. He's 
at home making veggie sausages with Linda, training his daughter to do fashion. There's just no anything apart from temporary secretary. Basically, he did the Beatles, then he did Live and Let Die, and then he did Temporary Secretary, and that's that's all. Um, he did seeing good he things. He did around this time. He did Say 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 with Michael Jackson. That's a good song. Yeah. I I, I don't and know. the girl is mine. It's classic. I liked this one. I don't know why I didn't what, like it. What did you like about it? Um, the fact that he just constantly goes, "No more lonely nights." Yeah. No more lonely nights. I just thought it had over and over, over. It was nice hookies. Like it was alright. Oh, it sounded like. An old man trying to be like hip and current in 1984. <laughs> I'm still down with the kids. I can put some slap bass in my songs. And oh, I'd say that would have happened if the real Paul McCartney had stayed alive. Yeah. He would have done something much better. It uh, was better than Pipes Peace. Well, that's well, just, yeah, yeah. That's not saying much. Come on. <laughs> do you want to know if it cracked the Kent? Yeah. <laughs> How did it do in the charts? All right, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. No, I don't want to do the Kent last. In Canada, it. Can't release again. <laughs> it was a number 11, boy. Number 11. It's uh, Russian, isn't it? Yeah. And in Ireland, they said, oh, I like that. I'll give it a number two. In New Zealand, they said, oh, give it a number 19 for New Zealand. And uh, UK, number two. You can yeah. number two. Yeah. Is it, These guess, number twos are very appropriate. I thought it was a bit of a number two. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I can't make that joke. I guess, time, so I'll get old quick. I guess he's just sort of still gets in the high in the charts based on the fact he was in the Beatles. Yeah. US number six. Harry's US opinion, number six. Because it's a great oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, or Mickey Kent. Hello, this is Michael Kent. This is. <laughs> Hello, Mike this is <laughs> Mike Kent. Mike Kent. <laughs> Hello, this is Michael Kent from the Kent Music Report. Paul McCartney, you might have been number two in the UK, in Ireland, but you've got to try harder, mate. <laughs> number nine for you. And it's not too bad, though, is it? Well, I'd say that the, cracked. He cracked it. He cracked it. I t- well, a little bit. He made a little dent in it, perhaps. <laughs> Giorgio Moroder and, yeah. and Phil Oakey. I mean, that's, oh. that's a good name, isn't it? What is? Giorgio Moroder. Oh, Italian. <laughs> Italian. Better yeah. than Paul McCartney, isn't it? Yeah. That's not even his real name, Paul McCartney. No, that's because uh, his real name is James McCartney. It's uh, Billy Shears. Is it? Yeah. And then yeah. when Paul McCartney died, they replaced him, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, um, Billy Shears. So. I thought this... I really like. I really like the <laughs> intro of this song. I've written it's all shimmery and dreamlike. It reminds me a bit of Look Around You. That sort of nice synth bubbling away. I would have liked it if the whole song was like that. I thought the song went a bit downhill after that. Apparently, after the initial full recording of the song was completed, Moroda told Oki that first take was good enough as first time is always best. Oki, who thought it was just rehearsing, insisted on doing another take. Moroda agreed, but Oki believes that Moroda still used the first take on the final production. Oki stated it is ironic that a track that took literally 10 minutes to record would become a worldwide hit, while some of his human leak material that took over a year to record did not. Have to say, <laughs> Why is that ironic? I don't know, this, this is according to Wikipedia. <laughs> it's Alanis ironic. We'll it's only that. ironic if you think that time put into a song like, makes it better. <laughs> you could spend years writing the worst song in the world. <laughs> well, the reason I brought that up is because I kind of feel like 
actually, he should have done some more takes. I think <laughs> that was poor judgment, really. I don't think it's too bad. Well, I like the intro. I thought when it popped in, it probably wasn't as good as the intro, but it's still yeah. pretty fun. I think they had as many takes at the the, the musical parts as they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Play that yeah. synth line. Oh, I messed up. No, first take. Don't I'm worry. About. To the, I didn't think like, oh, he's, he sounds a bit off. Uh, a couple no, of times just, I did. Just, there's not a lot of passion in it. I don't mean he's it's not some yeah, person who has pana- but that's passionate voice. I've, he doesn't have a passionate voice. But I found that most, <laughs> yeah, not many people, most do. people in the eighties have a passionate voice. It seems on all these albums you get everyone who sings. You always play pretty, Nick and Howard Jones. Yeah, no one sings that with much passion. And that stiff but upper lip school have, singing. In have there, you seen the it? film Electric Dreams? No, no. Apparently, the film wasn't that much of a hit, and no, the song's it was a big flop. Cultural impact has been a lot more on the song. They released an EP of it, I think, where they had five or six different versions of it by different people. I think it's pretty good, on. especially after hearing that McCartney song. I was like, oh, this this is a bit better. I don't know why you didn't like McCartney. This you you've got preconceived ideas about him. I don't. It's hard it's not bit... to. He's one of the most talked about, it's just a shit discussed. Song bands in, in popular yeah. music um, oh, speaking uh, of films though like just circles. just just going back to Paul McCartney what is Give My Crowds to Broadway anyone seen that or know what the fuck that is no nope. no no me neither just, well no Paul McCartney can make have loads of money for a music video was it Devo who made loads of songs for films just because then they got bigger budgets for music videos oh. to make music videos so like this didn't get a US release until 1988 for some reason I don't know why they weren't ready they didn't want to be together in Electric Dreams. Uh, and like a lot of people think it's the Human League, and apparently the Human League, I've played it live quite a few times, and that's one yeah. of their ones, but it's not actually one of their songs. I, I like this song because it was the song that the mad guy dances around to in Stalking Pete Doherty, mm-hmm. which is a really good documentary that I like. Yes, I've seen Just, that. Um, I don't remember him dancing to this song. Phil Oakey looked quite different in the video to... To what I'm used to. There's no makeup and a bit of stubble, sunglasses on. His His hair was all long. Mm. No, he just had normal long, straggly hair. He looked really different. So Phil Oakey's the one from the Human League, the main guy? Yeah. The singer? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he was like the only one that remained from the original lineup. And he usually looks like some sort of. Like everyone left and then then he got those schoolgirls in and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, no charts. Oh, I've got charts. Yeah, yeah. Only, only a couple here. Only a couple here. UK number three. Yeah. And, and Michael Kent's a music report. Uh, it's Australian number five. Australian Not number bad. five. They like Not it. Not bad. Yeah. They like it. Yeah. Tell me why. Go on then, like Bron- Bronsky beat, Bronsky, Bronsky oh, beat, and why? What's up with this singer? Hang on, I, no, 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 no. I, I really like the singing. It's really unusual, granted, but it doesn't sound like any singer that's come on before. Yeah, but that's but probably a reason. No, 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 no. There's, I, I like it. There's a real kind of vulnerability to his voice, but it's like a strong vulnerability. It's really empowering, I think, for the gays, including. Why you know, is that? What singing in a falsetto? No, there's something <laughs> really. Like, no, 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 no. It's not a gay thing. No, there's. Well, no, it's a gay song. It's not well, the, it's well, not the falsetto yeah. is gay, but I just think there's like a vulnerability in his voice, which uh, <laughs> I I think is really good. I think it's really daring how 
bold they were with their topics at the time. I didn't I it. pay attention to the message as much as just thinking it's quite a horrible song to listen to because I really found the singing quite annoying. <laughs> oh, there were so many. You know, if you're going to crack on at bad singing, there's so many to come in this dish. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've listened to it. I think I like it because, I mean, it might not be the best voice in the world, but I always I find an interesting voice better than like a boring voice that's, that's pitch perfect, you know? Yeah, so you like Brian Molko. It's a very distinctive voice. He has, I don't like everyone with a distinctive voice, but I'm saying I'm more drawn to those people. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a good song. I thought I like Jimmy Somerville being all falsetto. You love falsetto, Martin. Yeah, anyway. but that wasn't nice falsetto. <laughs> it's a decent enough song, isn't it? It was better than the other Bronsky beats. Yeah, song, better than Small Town Boy. Yeah. yeah. Although I like the video for Small Town Boy better. There was some stuff going on in this video, but I just couldn't stop looking at Jimmy Somerville. <laughs> I, sort of, I like the contrast between like his little high shrill voice and like the way he looks because the way he looks is like if you've got, got like a child that didn't really know you know much like a three year old and said right draw a Glaswegian on that bit of paper they'd like draw a little picture of Jimmy Somerville. <laughs> I, do, I do think it is I think a lot of it is that we lack the context now I think but yeah, I'm just judging it. It's not as good as relaxed, though, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah, but that's different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's a banger, mate. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. No, I'll admit this isn't anywhere near as good as relaxed. It was making me think, and it was making me and dance. Other gay anthem, it's Raining Men we had. Yeah? That was way better. Yeah, yeah but it's not actually by a gay, is it? It's by. It's by know, they might be gay women. I don't know. They're always hanging out together. Yeah, but they were also they were women who were getting excited about it raining men. If they were gay, they'd be singing it's raining women. They might be bisexual. Well, they might be, but I'm I'm just saying. Well, like, they might just be singing for the, like the, the problem with invoking relax. Gay men. The problem it's raining men. That'll be great for them gay lads. Yeah, anyway, yeah. what should we do? Watch telly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not interested in it. The problem is, it's a different kind of vibe. Re- relaxed is like a really sort of almost macho like in your face thing this is different this is more like a boy who is singing this song and probably gets home and, and gets beaten up by his dad for being gay you know it's more that kind of vibe yeah I just don't understand the reverence for this in particular over other I don't know Just did uh, you say something time. last time that you f- feel a bit guilty about or something <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I stand by all. I probably I stand worse. by all my gay jokes. It was probably, it was probably worse. No, probably I made worse ones when we're doing Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Actually, yeah. I, I don't think I was particularly hard on Bronsky B. <laughs> I might have been. You might have been, but you know, this podcast wouldn't be interesting, would it? If, if we all just went, yeah, I don't like Jimmy Somerville. No, it's alright. It's the differences. So that's the last we're going to see of Bronsky B. Is it the last of Jimmy Somerville? Oh, because oh, he does the communists no, no. or communists or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the communists. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Somerville and the communists. He's like being gay isn't controversial enough. I'm also I'm gonna be. A... <laughs> um, yeah, no, we will be seeing him again in the communards. Pretty sure. I don't think I'm gonna like the communards as much. Uh, <laughs> you didn't seem to like Bronsky Pete much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, this one had. Tr- I, I, I thought this one was all right, but it's got trumpets in, and like, do you have to be careful with trumpets not, not to like <laughs> not to get on my nerves? Basically, like, no, some, I just it varies from. Sometimes I can just like, oh, that's got trumpets in. I don't care. It's not annoying me. But in some songs, 
I thought the trumpets, trumpets were probably man. the best part of the song, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they liked it in, in, in the UK. It went silver, went to number six. Number 27 in the US, dance, but nothing on the billboard for them. This is under dance. Yeah. It's pretty dancey. The beat's pretty dance. Where's, where's the techno? <laughs> this is sort of before techno. Mike. It's weird that they have a dance chart before like dance music. Yeah, but really people have thing. danced for ages. You know, you would yeah, class Motown and stuff as dance music in the sixties. But why would you have it different? Why would you have a different chart for it? I don't make the charts. Is it like if, it, if I made the charts, there'd just be the Kent Report and nothing else? It just uh, just sounds like dance music to me. I mean, maybe the chart was based on you know that bit in the Breakfast Club where they're doing all of that. Maybe that's if you can do that to it. Maybe that counts. I don't know. Like, that was a quite visual for a podcast. Black Lace. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. Do that. Oh, you know the breakfast club thing when Describe they're dancing on the doing. table. <laughs> they were so slack at that school. You're going to put the kids in detention and then let them basically do what they want for two hours. Yeah. yeah but the worst bit is that the sort of alternative woman who's a little bit goth, instead of accepting her, they got her to put on some nice makeup and pretty her up. And yeah. then they were like, oh, now we like you. That's what they should do. That's what every goth secretly wants. <laughs> <laughs> With the dance chart, do you think Black Lace would get it? Because all their songs have dances. <sighs> well, I do. The Conga, <laughs> Superman, <laughs> they're all dance songs. What about Boney M? Boney M could be in it. They're pretty they're good to dance to. But, I mean, these songs have specific dance moves that you do. Oh, that's, that's you know, true. Like the Macarena yeah. and stuff. So that's definitely dance. Well, all I will tell you is that Terry Wogan's favourite song to dance to was I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Okay, well, that's yeah. all we need to know. Is there a dance to that? <laughs> <laughs> but he did the floral dance, didn't he? Bum, did he? Bum, bum, bum. Did you ever hear that? Oh, no. I don't Terry Wogan could sing with his brass thing. Oh, to go no. the floral dance. No. The longest televised putt. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Do you know who beat him? I didn't think it happened. That's been beaten now. Oh. Not a golfer. Still not a golfer. Done the longest ever part on telly. It was swimmer and all-round fucking super Olympian Michael Phelps. Oh, okay. Well, he's, the, he's the record so holder I thought you were going to say Duncan Goodhue. <laughs> now, it's sad. Wogan probably won't turn up anywhere, but he would have played a lot of these songs. Well, perhaps we'll try and bring up Wogan more then. He's a great guy. <laughs> right, we've really taken a, yeah, come a, on. a turn we'll, there away from Brodsky Beat, so let's get to the charts. This got to number 11 in New Zealand. New Zealand, Ireland, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Ireland they said, oh, I like it, number six. In Canada they said, number 31. Wow, well, they don't like it in Canada. Uh, on Michael Kent's Kent Report, it's only good enough for number 10. Top oh. 10 on the Kent, though. Still, yeah, that's not bad. Can't Him moan, can Breaking you? the Kent. Top 10, that's not, not bad. Kemp, that's Spandau Ballet. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Kemp report. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd want to get to. <laughs> Saying something and then walking off it camera. Is the next one the never-ending story? The never-ending story. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is also by Giorgio Moroder. I don't know yeah. if it was just on the, like, the the version I had on now or if all versions of this song have a fade in. Yes, yeah, they, they do. do. And that was good. And there's a reason, as a reference to the film and its title, because it obviously it's from the film Never-Ending Story, 
As a reference to that film, the song has no distinctive beginning nor an end. While many songs fade out, the never-ending story all, not only fades out, but also fades in, thus making it never-ending, right? That's sort of clever. That's kind of clever. That's bollocks, because that's not going to happen, because the song does have a start. Where you drop the needle on the vinyl, where you start the CD, it definitely has a start. But you could possibly put it on repeat, but even then, it's that's not self-sustaining itself as uh, never-ending, because you're having to do but something does, to make so it you're not listening to the whole song, you're just listening to a Yeah, you're a just section listening to a, a section that someone's recorded. Yeah. And, Bollocks. is this why we don't hear much of Lamar these days? Is he still singing this song? That's fair enough. That's fair enough. This song, I, I don't know if I'm getting to the point where I've heard so much pop that I want everything to be metal, but um, I was listening to this and I was thinking, it's kind of really weak the way it's done, but with a bit of fire, you could... It's be a power metal song, you know. And then I found out, when researching it, there is a cover by Swedish melodic power metal band Dragonland. Dragonland. <laughs> and they uh, include a bonus <laughs> track for the Japanese version of their Unholy War. So I, I don't think it's a bad song, I just think it's just really limp. Lamal's shit as well, isn't he? But, but it's singing. Not, no, it's, it's not just his singing. Like, the whole thing is just really... There's no conviction to it. They need to make the beats harder. It's very fluffy, in it? And then, like, it's for a kid's film. It's a woman singer doing all the work, yeah. and she's doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, it was a kids' film with fucking like massive dragons and like the world falling apart. That was really dramatic. Oh yeah, it's not reflected in the music at all. And in the video, they show the bit where his like horse gets stuck in the mud, and he has to like yank his horse out. That's really traumatized. I remember that. I remember. Yeah. I was like, oh god, yeah, that bit. That was really horrible. Although Lamal did, he looked a bit more gruff and rugged in the video. He did. He was one, still he? A, had like a little bit of stubble. Yeah, because he'd been up for days. Yeah, you've seen now his beard. Giorgio Moroder actually just locked him in the studio. Every time a solo happens, that's when he's allowed to like have a toilet break and eat food and stuff. Oh, well, it's like those world records when people go on roller coasters for days on end. They technically have to have like, ten minutes an hour to have a wee and, and eat something. He's still a charisma vacuum, isn't he? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It's, it's probably his You best. guys have changed the tune after now one. Are you loving him? No, we weren't. <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that, was that was me. Yeah, how did that... <laughs> oh, hidden gem, Lamar. <laughs> no. Uh, how many... I already <laughs> oh, backtracked on that. I don't need to backtrack on it again. I backtracked on it. <laughs> It's probably his best vocal performance, although, like, he's... Again, it's someone else does. He's not doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, he's doing that Boy George thing of getting another singer in all the songs to do the good singing. Heaven 17 as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad strategy, though. Really big hit, though. Uh, I guess the film was a big hit, so... Well, yeah, yeah, at least the the film actually is memorable. Yeah, it's uh, UK number four. Really big hit in Europe and and Japan. It uh, Hello there, boy. It's Canada. <laughs> uh, you have number seven. Ireland, uh, give it a number four in the Irma. Number four in the Irma. <laughs> in the Irma. In New Zealand, they said, yeah, I quite like it. Get that cheap out of the way. It's number 28. Number 28? Mm. <laughs> and in America, they said, howdy, partner. It's a number 17 for you there, boy. Yeah. Top 20. Can Hello, this is Michael Kent from the Music Kent, the Music Kent Report. It'd be good if he does a film one as well, a TV one. He reports everything. I'll tell you what, I love that bloody little guy with his hair. I love that bloody film as well. Number six. Number six. I think I did read before we move on that apparently sections of this or like the melody was 
reused in the Neverending Story two and three and stuff, ah. which I didn't even know that that any of that existed. Neverending Story two was the first ever film I watched in the cinema. Was it? Yeah, ah. pretty sure it was. See you later, Lamar. That's the last we'll be seeing of you, That's mate. He sh- never should have agreed to start singing the never-ending song. But that we have probably left him at his greatest moment with his biggest international hit. Yep, good. Yeah. He's retired off that never-ending story money. <laughs> Nick Hayward. Yeah, now, you want to talk about bad Morning singing. The ima- I, I think he's trying to go for this sort of uh, soulful thing, but what happens is he just ends up exhaling, and, uh, like, exhaling instead of singing a note, doesn't he? Warning. He can't, he can't actually do it. It's just an out-breath. I thought really he sort irritating. of looked and sounded like he was in a lot of pain when he was singing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably it. It's oh, a kind of forced to... Yeah, but... It's just like, if you can't do that, some producer or something should have said, look, that thing you're doing where you're trying to be all breathy, it just sounds like you've got COPD. You know, you need to, like, not do that. But they were probably doing so much coke that they didn't really care. And Nick Hayward is just... Uh, is always getting confused. It's Nick Kershaw and Howard Jones, all these people. What, well, why can't they have good names, like Nick Thunder or something like that? That would be good. He was in <laughs> Haircut 100. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's got like, a good guitar on it though. A bit boring, isn't it? But like, yeah. what the hell is that guy coming on in the middle, like stuttering and rapping? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the whole the video was weird. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't look like a pop star. <laughs> yeah, like very comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, there were some cool skeletons in the video. Mm. A creepy dummy. That I noticed they no. were nice. <laughs> they were nice. That's more yeah. interesting than the song. But like, yeah, I don't know what this one's doing on here, really. It's just got pretty 80s, sort of standard 80s pop music production and stuff. So yeah, warning sign, UK number 25, that's it, only charted in the UK. They didn't even do that well in the UK. No chance of getting on the fucking Kent if you're 25 in the UK. Right, that is his last entry on the now. Good. Yeah. There you go. Rubbish, innit? John Waite is John Waite missing thing. you yeah so this is Tom Waite's dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> the thing with this song though is like it just needs to rock a little bit harder because it's basically got rock instrumentation and drums and bass like that a bit of keyboard and it, it's got this nice lift into the chorus and you think it's going to go into this big chorus and then the chorus is just like the same dynamics as the verse it's just yeah. it builds up and it just doesn't really go anywhere well I found I thought it was alright but I think it just it's had like, a bigger chorus but I always just, the chorus thought is, that this song was sung by a woman did you? yeah and I was listening <laughs> to it back I was like yeah it does, it does sound a bit girly yeah. I miss you at all well you wouldn't like since you've been down it's that song where you like you know it. So, oh, do you know John Waits missing you? No, I've never heard it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that. I didn't song know is. it was smooth, but yeah, like, and I, I sort of was like, I sort of recognised this, and then I went into the chorus. I was like, oh yeah, this. The little melodic lift at the end of the chorus is quite similar to the melody that goes into the chorus of Man in the Mirror, and you hear the difference in that. The Man in the Mirror has this big fucking chorus. This just 
Just yeah, on. I thought it needed a better arrangement as well, and the video was pretty boring. Yeah. yeah, there was a bit in the video though where he's like in a bar and this sort of quite I don't know, let's call her a buxom middle-aged lady sort of comes up to him and he sings along. You don't know how desperate I've become as he look, sort of dismisses her. It's quite mean. He's a mean guy. He's, he is English though, so there you go. Yeah, we are quite a mean race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't can't tar us all with the John Waite brush. Come on. <laughs> it was in GTA Vice City. This one. So it's quite it memorable. feels like they're all in GTA Vice City. Like, yeah. That's because Vice City was set in the 80s, wasn't it? It's only... They were massive 80s music yeah. people, and they, they only really, apparently, they released Vice City stories with like the extra missions because they had forgotten to put something in the air tonight on, on the first Vice City. <laughs> to be fair, well, I they was... got the license for it, and they were like, we have to make another Vice City game to put this song <laughs> on or something. If I was yeah, driving cause... about committing crimes, doing stuff for local gangsters and that. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably listen to an 80s soundtrack. <laughs> it was uh, Apparently this song was nominated for the 1985 Best Pop Vocal Performance Male Grammy Award. Really? I mean, he's not a terrible singer, but he's not the best pop vocal performance. Perhaps it's because it's a bloke and he sounds like a woman. They're he doesn't really sound like a woman. It's quite gruff, isn't he? No, I didn't think he was that gruff. Miss, yeah, he doesn't sound like a woman. He doesn't sound as gruff as Bonnie Tyler, and she's a woman. Mm. Yeah, but Bonnie Tyler is is the gruffest singer you're going to get. Again, it's like invoking relax. You, you know, you just yeah. But what I'm saying is, women can be gruff too. You're saying that well, you're saying sound. one woman though. One woman can. Be gruff. That's just an example. Tina yeah, Turner. Yeah, she's pretty pick, gruff. You pick like the, the the most extreme example, don't you? Of Bonnie Tyler. Tina Turner. Bonnie Tyler, who has. You're just ignoring me now, I'm giving you more examples. Okay, Tina Turner. But those are gruff women. I just thought he was one of them. He was a much bigger guy in the US for some reason, even though he's English. Well, he's bigger in the sense that. In the sense went over that there, something about the different gravity of America made him two inches taller. Yeah. That's what I was imagining. He also had a gold album. Gold out seven hits off of this one album with Missing You on it and four top tens in America so you've done alright in America Um, he comes from a band in the 70s called The Babies who had some success in America sounds familiar were they kind of like a glam sort of I don't know I don't really know but he was also in supergroup Bad English who were really big in (laughs) America supergroup Bad English yeah it can't be that super so yeah it was number one in America number nine in the UK Number 18 in New Zealand. In South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't do Springbok radio. It's too sporadic. It's hardly ever there. Uh, On the Irma. It was a number six on the Irma. Everything's a fucking number six on the Irma. (laughs) And in Canada, they said, Hey, we really like that guy. You can have number one. It's it's like America, isn't it? Yeah. America light. We yeah. love him too. Yeah. America, diet America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Canada. <Yeah. laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> we'll go over to Michael Kent. Michael, hello, this is Michael Kent from the Kent Music Report. You don't have to re- introduce yourself every time, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so familiar with you. I don't want you to get me mixed up with the New Zealand guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. John That's alright, isn't it? Is that the highest Kent? No, I think didn't Ringo, not Ringo, Paul get higher. Yeah, he was a number two or something. No more John Wayne, that's the last we'll be seeing of him, but he's got his American success to console himself with. 
I'm not really going to talk much about this Michael Jackson song. It's not a poor song that's a clear cash-in because Thriller was doing well. It's nowhere near on the level of Thriller. Oh, Death Watch. I don't know if I brought this up last time, but Michael Jackson died. (laughs) Born August 29th, 1958. Died in 2009. Death Watch. Just people that are dead. Well, people that were alive then. But yeah, people that have died. It shows the passage of time. I thought, you know, this isn't the best Michael Jackson song, but it's probably better than... Pretty much all of the songs we've listened to so far. Well, because Michael Jackson's got a really nice voice and can sing nice. I was like, oh, it's someone who's oh, singing yeah. well. Oh yeah, well, I've, which we haven't really had yet. I feel like that when we get to you know Queen later on, he's one of those people that you could just probably sing the phone book and you'd be happy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, if someone's if someone was gonna but this tell song, me that I was dying, I'd want it to be Michael Jackson. But this song as well, I think. Because it doesn't have like, because it's an old song that's obviously been re-released. What? You goddamn gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't try Shimon, I'd be happy. Goddamn, I'm not cancer. He's starting to oh! sound like. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, as this song wasn't like recorded in the 80s at the same time as all these songs it doesn't just sound like an 80s pop song as well uh, yeah, so it, I was quite happy when this it came doesn't on. have a Neapolitan chord though does it and I've never heard of it before <laughs> <laughs> which one you fucking jumped the gun on the Neapolitan oh, no, I'm chord. just seeding it I'm just building some suspense here <laughs> I can't remember which one it is I don't even know what a Neapolitan chord is there is a chord that's like that's Made of vanilla and strawberry. Yeah, it's vanilla in the middle and chocolate on one side and strawberry on the other. It's lovely. Got it all best of all the fucking worlds. The best of all Napoleon, Neapolitan ice creams. The three flavours that they invented in Naples that have become synonymous with ice cream flavours. Yeah. Fucking jump the gun. Like, sorry, that whole sorry. bit should have been later. Yeah, quite like this. Never heard it before either. Just passing by, just like a fart that didn't smell very much. Just it's, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see like his voice is starting to sound like like adult MJ, yeah, but yeah. he still sounds like yeah, a kid. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how old he was then. But there's a reason that when people that people think that his first style album was off the wall. I think I bought you this album, didn't I? Yeah, I had it on vinyl. Because I'd never seen it, I didn't realise it was released. No, he released loads of side albums on he released about six side albums on Motown, but no one remembers them because they were there wasn't the sort of craftsmanship in it, it was, they were just him uh, singing covers probably. A bit of cash yeah. cash cow. There was no Quincy on it. Oh god, Quincy yeah, because they proper like just made them really quick, didn't they? Yeah, yeah there was the Jackson five albums as well. But yeah, I thought I quite like this. I think once again it's one of the things where the quality of the previous songs made this one mm. seem a lot better than yeah. it actually is to me. It's got that Slade thing. <laughs> in America, also including Gary, Indiana. That's where he's from, isn't it? Yeah. 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 They said, Howdy, partner. I wash myself with a rag <laughs> on a <the> stick. <laughs> <laughs> Number 38. 38? Yeah. Yeah. You've, got to do, you've got to go New York on one of these American things. Then, uh, yeah, that was really They're the two American accents. Oh, yeah, I could do other Americans. Yeah, I'll go around every 50 states. <laughs> I'll try and do all 50, like 52 or whatever it is. In Canada, they said, Hey, mate, I'll give you number 46. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I can> hell. <laughs> wow. In New Zealand, they said, uh, I'll, I'll give you number 35. Yeah, not really good enough, mate. And in the UK, we said, oh, jolly good show, chap. 
Oh, Mikey Jackson. <laughs> 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 Number seven. Yeah, there we go. We know. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was all right. And uh, uh, hello there again. I don't have to. I need no introduction. <laughs> oh, hi, Michael. <laughs> hi, Mike. Let's go and get a nice barbie over there. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The shrimps are nearly done. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, but uh, you'll have to do better than that, MJ. It's only uh, number 68. 68? I like Ken? Yeah. For Jackson. You can't crack the Ken with everyone, old Jackson. Everyone like. knew that... It, everyone knew they'd just put this out because Thriller was big. Except for the UK, who were shit. Unfortunately, this is the last we'll be seeing of Michael Jackson on now. But the shopkeeper. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? Hello. Lionel. Alright, Lionel. Not my favourite Lionel. That would be Lionel Blair. Alright, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite Lionel song. No, not my favourite Lionel. No, I prefer Mine's Lionel Hunts. <laughs> <laughs> Hunts, yeah. Uh, I don't know any good Lionels. Oh, come on, Martin. What's your best Lionel? Uh, <laughs> Who's Lionel? Is it anyway? <laughs> Lionel. Uh, what about Lionel's are there? Let's have a look. God, it's a weird name when you say it out loud that much. <laughs> Lionel. Lionel. Is Lionel the lion-faced boy? Uh, Messi? Lionel Messi, nice. Yeah, like nice. I don't know who that is. Wrestling? He's a football wrestling. player. Oh, football player. I don't know who he is. I just Googled Lionel. That's the first thing that came up. Quite possibly the greatest footballer that's ever lived. And he's on Pepsi cans sometimes. That, yeah. I remember well, seeing his face on a Pepsi can. Lionel there Blair is probably one of the greatest entertainers that ever lived. I saw him in <laughs> Dick Whittington at the Theatre <laughs> Royal as a kid. Uh, anyway, it might have even been that. Hey, Jacob, yeah. this gives you the opportunity if you had me update on the local Lionel Richie live show that you talked about on the other podcast. No, I'm, I'm actually not avoiding to talk that. about I'm it. I'm avoiding it. <laughs> it's the perfect but, um, time to talk about it. But if if you were going to pay seventy five quid to see oh, Lionel not Richie, this again, <laughs> you just told oh, me to bring it up again. <laughs> well, I sort, of, I sort of feel like this is the right time to talk about it when we're talking about Lionel Richie. Yeah. <laughs> well, just if you were going to see Lionel, okay ticket prices aside I mean this is probably his signature song isn't it I mean this is this, or, well, uh, this three times a lady does it but this is iconic ceiling, uh, and isn't it really all night long they're the four the yeah. four big hitters that he did yeah. yeah this is probably the most iconic isn't it um, probably it's the video, video. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put myself out there and say that I'm not really a big fan of the song it's very it's, I think it's well written but it's just so schmaltzy oh, I great. just find it comical really and I don't like there's a little chord it goes to in the chorus like a little dominant chord that just doesn't oh I like that little yeah bit. I like it I like this song because it's it takes ri- ages to like before the drums even come in. The drums mm. come in during the solo. The rest of yeah. it, it's just like rim shots. And I love a song with <laughs> yeah, rim shots. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, building it up, and you keep thinking like, oh, it's about to drop in with the drums and the full band, and then it doesn't. Although I'm not a, a, a big fan a big of the song, there's there's no denying that Lionel Richie has got a, a voice like melted caramel. It's <laughs> yeah. Lovely, isn't it? It's Is he better than Luther Vandross. I don't know. If I was taking a lady back to my my pad, I would I would 
Make sure your wife's out. I, I, usually, <laughs> I usually let Luther do the talking, but um, I don't know, Lionel Richie, I think the real test is how many babies do you think were conceived to this? And I think probably quite a few. Maybe, no, not but it's a heartbreak song, isn't it? It's got all the right chords. Yeah, you're not listening to the lyrics while you're fucking, no. are you? You're not like, oh, no, that lyrics are a bit smooth, so, Yeah, you've got the smooth, smooth voice. voice. Yeah. The, the smooth grooves, the rim shots. Yeah. This is a song that you like put up, put up, the song that you put on when you've like split up with your missus is and it? you're like smashing everything up and well, separating the CD clip. Yeah, exactly, and you're having yeah, a, like a rebound fuck and you I put this so <laughs> Hello, that's really inappropriate. <laughs> the mood entirely I think you know I, I, Actually, don't stop me now <laughs> well, well that's a bit rapey <laughs> alright relax <laughs> I think the, the point is Lionel Lionel has a song for every point in your life whether it's breakup, you know whether you're about to dance on the ceiling he's got a song for that yep, if you're yeah. doing it all night long you know, and if you're free, three, a lady. <laughs> I, I, that's it. That's all the all the situations. I think the lyrics. I think that song should, would be better if it was three times per lady. I think that's <laughs> well. Apparently, uh, he greeted. I think it was his manager or something. He greeted him one day by saying, "Hello, is it me you're looking for?" And he went. You need to finish that song. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote a song around it. Uh, I hope it was on the phone because that's the best bit of the video. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls up. Yeah, you've got to talk about the video. I mean, yeah. I, I even know this video. I mean, everyone well, knows this video. It's classic. The first thing is the bust, which obviously doesn't look very much like. <laughs> it's Lionel. massive as well. Isn't it's it? really big. Yeah. And he said he said to the guy who directed the video, he's like, that really doesn't look very much like me. To which he, the director replied. Lionel, she's blind. Well, <laughs> exactly. Like, why? Why would it be accurate? She's she's doing it with no sight. Well, this is it. This leads me to the biggest continuity error of the entire thing, because they've got like this unrequited love, and they don't. And she's made this sculpture of his face, yeah. and he goes and sits with her, and she goes, "This is how I see you," and then like feels all over his face, right? Well, she must have done that at some other point in the past to be able to make a sculpture of his face unless she's going on other people's descriptions of him yeah. but like that she's suggests she's just checking out how accurate she was she's like oh oh it's nowhere near as big as I thought but like it made me think like but when you're blind you probably do that like when you've sort of become a bit friendly with someone you'd be like oh can I just you know have a look at what you look like not like your teacher first day in college like hello I'm blind can I put my hands all over your face it's probably just he's been seeing her you know she's touched but he can't let on while he's at school because he's right. a teacher that he's banging the blind chick. Yeah, true. So he has to be all shocked and we're like, oh. oh. Well, I don't think he's, he should be that worried because one of the other students is quite happy to come and tell him, like, oh, that, but that student that fancies you, she's doing a bust of your head, by the way. Come and have a look. Yeah, it was the 80s, though, wasn't it? So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's, it's nice to have a video that, I mean, I think it's probably more of a short film, isn't it? More of an art statement. It's just, it's nice not to have bad green screen, not having the guy who's an alien. Yeah, doesn't have that. He might be an alien. I can't think of any other videos. (laughs) Or perhaps she's an alien. She might be. That's how she can, like, sculpt heads without sight. She's very cute. She's got some really terrible hair. It's almost like Lionel's. Yeah, his hair's really bad in it, though. Again, she's blind. She can't see her hair. 
She doesn't need to. She can get it cut by someone else. <laughs> yeah, no cut, but you don't... But what about maintenance? Each day, that's what I'm saying, each day when you get up... She ain't going to be able to use her GHDs very well, is she? Afford, yeah. You can't pay for a hairdresser every day to recut your hair so it's nice. No. Well, I don't know, with the 80s, like, you know, they had all CFCs and stuff in the hairspray. There's no excuse. <laughs> good days, weren't there? Before the bloody politically correct liberal heart... Reeny do-gooders told you you couldn't put yeah. a hole in the ozone layer. No. Don't tell me what I can put a hole yeah. in, mate. Or can't put a hole spray in you. things, can't get locked in a fridge anymore. No. Oh, <laughs> PC gone mad. <laughs> Luckily, back in the 80s, it didn't matter, you know. And you didn't have you didn't have to sit there and think, oh, is it all right to put a blind person in this video? You just do it. Yeah, and you'd be clumsy about the way you do it. Exactly. Nobody like, would care. Is it all right if I have an affair with this... Girl who's a student and blind. Yes. Yes, it is. That's fine. I'm Lionel <laughs> Fuck who I want. So, how did Lionel do? He might have fucked the girl, but did he crack the can? Well, in America. Which state do you want me to say? Well, Why don't go in the UK first? New York. All right. Do New York. <clears throat> New York. Hey, 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 get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> 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 I'm walking here. <laughs> it's a number one, son. Yeah, number one in America. UK, jolly good show, old chap. Number one. Yes. New Zealand. Number one, mate. Oh, my oh, God. Like yeah. Everyone loves it. On the Irma. Are we going to mess it up for everyone else? Nope. Number one. Yeah, oh, yes. Good on you. Good on you. Okay. In Canada, oh, people say, number one. Oh. <laughs> wow, they're Italian then, are they? <laughs> it's another one! Into Canada! And finally, Michael Kent. Oh. <laughs> it's actually holding me, podcasters. Don't hold We me. did quite like this song, I'm but. Not... <laughs> okay, go on then. Number one. Yes! Clean yes. Oh, Lionel. Oh, Lionel. Yeah. I love you more now. I'm going to pay 75 quid to a prostitute and have sex with her. To your one of your songs, so to hear you not sing it properly. It just goes to show that Jacob's wrong because he says he doesn't like the song, but Cliche. the charts are never wrong. Yeah, but Michael Michael gets to number one. Michael Kent's never wrong. Look, there's a difference. I don't like the song, but I can appreciate that it's a well-written, well-performed song. It's like Lord of the Rings. I can't stand Lord of the Rings, but I can't deny that it's 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 very beautifully shot and and there's a lot of effort gone into it. Yeah, but did it crack the Kent? What Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Well, there might have been an Enya song from it. <laughs> number one for six weeks in the UK it was uh, preceded by 99 Red Balloons and knocked off number one by the reflex there's a lonely time so why has it only made it to now four? Oh yeah this, those songs no. are this like might now be, three yeah I think last time when I did my little round up of what I'd been on uh, I think this is one of two songs that I, I mentioned as not being on a now and actually it was on this one I think this one mm. and um, the other one was Pointer Sisters uh. Jump which is on the second disc so yeah War song by Culture Club. Yeah. 
<sighs> it's a song. I swear it's on extras or The Office or some sort of comedy where they talk about the lyrics. Yeah. I'd never heard the yeah. song before, and then I heard it, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's on, on the, the Office. office. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. bit of The Office is it? Th- they, he says it. I think he, he says, just like, oh, wrote the song, it. like, oh, warrior, stupid. And I was like, oh, I What's the thought context, that was just some though? sort of joke. Who says it, Brent? I can't remember. I think he does, I don't know. I'd never heard this song until now. Oh my god. It's, it's so weird that it's yeah. like a war anti war song that's just so like like a fucking children's TV. Yeah. Well, did you ever you know when you used to have music classes at school and yeah. everyone had them regardless never of ability? This. No no no, but <laughs> what used to happen is they'd sometimes put you off on an assignment and go, Right, you get in groups of three write a song by this and what you do is you press the demo button on a keyboard and make up some facile licks this is what this sounds like it doesn't sound like an actual professional song it sounds like someone's put the samba autoplay thing on a little <laughs> Casio and then just come up war is stupid it's parodied on the, the satirical British TV series Spitting Image as war is naughty so Spitting Image is still around because we had Chris Barry oh, yeah. off that. That went on into the 90s, I think. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, and then the bit that really, I wouldn't really care, but then they take, like, the vocals from Great Gig in the Sky by Pink Floyd, which is this amazing, passionate kind of uh, improvisation about mortality and stuff, and they just, like, yeah. fucking shoehorn it into this terrible yeah. culture club Yeah, I song. thought that was Helen Terry coming back to help again, but apparently it wasn't. It was another lady. No, it's Claire Torrey from... Um... But is it actually <clears throat> ripped out of that, or is it her singing... Oh, she's doing it, yeah. Is it just the same singer, or is it that they've just taken that? I think so. I know she sang the theme song for Butterflies as well, didn't she? Who, she... Claire Torrey? Yeah. Oh, right. Did Butterflies go like that? That Nicholas. That was Nicholas in his. Ah! Didn't go like that. I think it went. Did Life go? is like a butterfly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. Oh. That was the, the woman from who sang on Great Gig in the Sky as well. She oh. sang that. Oh, so is James Torrey like the that. woman that sang on Great Gig in the Sky? Then? Yeah, Claire Torrey oh, sang it, that, yeah. Oh, it's the it same sounds, It sounds like if it's not her repeating bits from that, then they've obviously gone for that sort of vibe. Yeah, just do your thing. Yeah. Butterfly! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked... Well, I didn't like the video. It was all right. Uh, it's got on the same exploding set that 99 Red Balloons was on that scared them so much. Hang on, if it like. exploded, how did they reuse it? Well, it's just a big field where there's lots of things exploding. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, like it's one of the things you can hire for a pop video. Yeah, yeah the video like for this song was fucking mental. Yeah. It was pretty Yeah, it was pretty mental. I like the sort of camp soldiers camping about on the yeah. catwalk. That was yeah. sexy, wasn't it? That was it, really. It was, it was them. It was just them on a catwalk, sort of camping about, and it's hard to things were exploding. Loads of, I remember there was like some screens with skeletons on, and then guys like walking oh, behind yeah, them dancing. It looked like it was like an X-ray. Yeah, that's right. And then Boy George had a big red wig on. Yeah, that's it. Red yeah, all curly hair. Glad you said wig. All different wigs. <laughs> That's a bad song. I think that was probably this was the beginning of the end of the Cold War. You know, all the people involved in the Cold War were like, I never thought of it that way before. War <laughs> is stupid. When, when did and people are stupid? War. And then that's well, the, well, what is it? Good the Iron Curtain thing. When did that come out? Oh, seventies. Oh, just reminds me of like a shit version of that. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Let's do a war song like that. I was gonna suggest a list of alternative war songs that are much better than this so yeah that war song Two Tribes that was really good well no no I was thinking more with things with war in them War, war pig. Pigs yeah okay. that's that's All much right. better and Love Wars uh, by Womack and Womack <laughs> <laughs> well pick a region of the UK uh, Birmingham 
All right there, I've got the UK chart, the results here. Uh, yeah, it got to number two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, America, American state, state uh, Boston, Boston, <laughs> Boston. <laughs> hey, bro, idea. Is I'm that from Boston? Boston. Yeah, it okay. is. Idea. I'm from Boston. I I got to US at number seventeen, boy. It's because they like war, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they don't like gender bending. So only seventeen <laughs> in New Zealand. They said. Uh, Get that sheep out of my face, mate. It's number five. Number five? <laughs> number, yeah. <laughs> in Ireland, they said, I like it and I don't like war and I think it's stupid. Number one. <laughs> yeah, they do. They don't like the war yeah. out there, do they? In Canada, they said, Hey there, boy, I'm from Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you don't know the accent, so you just say the place. <laughs> hey, I'm from Ontario, Canada. Hey. <laughs> number three. All right, boys, it's Michael Kent. How have you been? <laughs> All right, Ken. Hello. Uh, we actually quite like this one. About as much as you poms, actually. Number two. Number two. Wow. How did this... There we go. Why does everyone like Culture Club so much? They're so shit. I know. They, yeah. Except Karma Chameleon, which I stand by. You know, that was a pretty good, pretty good tune. Yeah. I forgot to say No More Lionel Richie. That doesn't surprise me. These big hitters, they can only get them in once. Plus, he's a has-been by now rights. already, isn't he? You know, he's not. No, has-been can charge seventy-five quid for a, for a gig ticket. <laughs> oh yeah, and they can. I'm a, I'm a never-been. You know, never were, never, never were. That's yeah. right. Yeah, never were. It's, it's not story. like Nick Haywood, is he? He's not like uh, you know, who's the ever that other one who keeps popping up? Howard Jones. Howard Jones. Howard Jones. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, these guys are the the modern pop stars who are going to be popping up loads. You know, Richie. Yeah. Just Poor old Howard Jones in. of his fucking numerous top ten and top five singles and like he doesn't get to do the nostalgia circuit, does he? Because no one can remember who he is. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, the thing you said before about it's weird how some of them go on to be like legendary and some just everyone forgets about. Like, yeah. No one talks about Lamal when they talk about eighties classics. <laughs> and he seems to be huge at the time. Yeah, so much goodwill for Lamal. I don't get it. He's really not got much talent. It was yeah. the hair. It was the cool haircut, the badger thing. It definitely like yeah. that. And because he's an alien. John's passengers. I'm a passenger. This oh, is oh, dongy, 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 dong. <laughs> a wingy dongy dong. A dongy dong dong. This is why you've got the Guinness. <laughs> this is the return. This is the. the... I want to get on. Make it go. I want to get on. I'm a bit of a dog. I want to get on. I'm a bit of a dog. I want to get on. I'm a wingy dong. It's the jiggy thing. It reminded me of... I got your tongue tied. Wait, no way. That's as good as that. Way better than this. It's just... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound very Elton John-like, does it? But it's that jiggy thing. Everyone was like, oh, let's put a little jig thing to it. Make themselves some Guinness and it fucking works on you, Harry. A wangly dong. A wangly dong. It's not terrible song. It's weird. It's one of those... So what again? Like a song by a huge artist I'd never heard yeah. before. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, there's, oh, not much, what? there's not much to the song, is it? It's just that 
for ages. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really have a verse. It's just. Who wanna get on? It did actually grow on me after. I think. Yeah. Well, I watched the video as well. The video was fucking mental. Yeah, he's hired that guy from the Howard Jones with the black and white face. And he goes puff black. And he goes black. Yeah, like Roddy Piper. Yeah. I think. I think maybe. Oh, I haven't done the research, but he he's probably in like tax exile, you know, recorded no. this in some exotic part. And was, oh, wow, I would tell maybe. you. I'll tell you what Elton John was doing at the time. Okay, God, God. I'll, I'll tell you now. I'll tell you now. This is when Elton John was Watford chairman and director <laughs> and would be like regularly seen at the Watford games. He basically owned the football club. It was the most successful time in Watford Football Club's history. They got to the FA Cup final. They came second in the league. Yeah, he was awesome for them. They love Elton John. Like he's a boyhood fan of Watford who got to own the club, and he did a pretty good job. He still has shares in it today. So there you go. And yeah, it was the I think it was the '85 FA Cup final or '84. So yeah, right around this time. Scoring a goal. Yeah, he should have made this into like a a football song. You know, I don't know anything about Watford and football charms. You don't need to. Score a goal, a kick in a ball. He's got to score a goal, a kick in a ball. He's scoring a goal, scoring a goal, scoring a goal, scoring a goal. You know, sing out on the terraces. Good. Oh man, some of his outfits in this video were like pretty amazing weren't they like his weird little sailor romper suit oh, yeah, thing that yeah. he had that was amazing it's a, it reminds me I guess there's a few other 80s videos I've seen is it what's the one is it Nick, did he do a song called Nikita or something like, yeah that was sort of, yeah that was a big it, hit it seems around the same time as that because yeah. he's got that weird like matching top and bottom track suits like, <laughs> yeah. where it's like <laughs> little baseball caps and stuff <laughs> yeah he's a funny little man isn't that he that freeze frame at the end yeah, where he's like looking at the camera he's pulling such a funny face he's supposed to like <laughs> look at the camera in a cheeky way you're like mm? <laughs> yeah, oh god I, uh, I don't mind a bit about it what was the night's best song it, it's, oh, at least yeah. it's not a sort of ponderous oh, yeah. turgid piano ballad thing um, Oh God! He, he's uh, he's not to be confused with the footballer from Trinidad and Tobago called Elton John. <laughs> okay, <laughs> was the other one named after it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would have been. Or oh, it was a bad mistake. Well, yeah, because Elton's not really a name. It wasn't his actual name, was it? No, Reginald Dwight. Yeah, <laughs> Reginald Dwight. Reginald Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggy reggae shanty. That's all I've written. Oh, yeah, I thought it was all right. But, you know, anything white and reggae-y, you know, I'm all over that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a welcome little burst of sunshine in amongst a lot of the other stuff, I think. Yeah, so, did it crack with Kent? I reckon it must have. Cracking again! Actually, Ellen John's going to crack all the charts just but on his name. (laughs) Well, in New Zealand, they said, uh, you want to get off, mate. You want to get off, you want to get off, you want to get off. You 38. Want to 38. <laughs> yeah. Oh. In Ireland they said, do you want to get off? <laughs> would you not be wanting to get off now? Father. <laughs> would you, father, would you not be wanting to get off now? 
<laughs> number nine that's like that father ten where they're trying to get rid of them that guy you know? <laughs> he goes to stay what's his name he goes to stay at their house stack. father yeah. Todd Unctus <laughs> oh no that's the one where she can't remember his name it's Fenton Stack is it Fenton Stack yeah. oh you've heard my fun <laughs> that's all playing on the jungle no no not him the no. one that's really boring and they can't get oh, rid I of can't, him I, can't Maybe, I think that might be Todd Unctus <laughs> okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh father Ted's great we should just watch father Ted <laughs> Okay. Fuck the podcast. Um, where was I up to? Ireland, obviously. We're talking about yeah, Father yeah, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Well, with your accent, it could be New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me, a, give me a UK region. Uh, Liverpool. Ah, you're right. Can I go? Can I go? this. <laughs> Well, just did a face laugh in the mix as well. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's Jamie Carragher here. <laughs> oh, God. UK, UK, UK number five. <laughs> five. Michael Kent, it'll, it'll be good enough for a top ten, son. I'll give you a number nine. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's certainly not the worst song on this album. It's one of the better ones, really. Uh, yeah, the next song album. is what I think it is. It's much better than that. Now I know how it feels for you. I've been Julian Lennon too late for goodbyes uh, but it's much too late he's got that kind of goodbyes no <laughs> something from his dad sounds like he's trying yeah. like it sounded like maybe the, they were sort of saying like yeah try and sound more like your dad yeah <laughs> it sounded like this past of it where it's like, uh, I, I've been wanting to die I can <laughs> <laughs> he really bashes the yeah. some of them ones just like you can hear he's really strained I can I can sympathise obviously his dad's really famous he's a bit of an uphill struggle but he's not doing himself any favours he should put in if you, if you know that you're going to be compared to John Lennon <laughs> yeah, like fucking write a better song yeah, but how can you sympathise with him I guess you can't empathise yeah because exactly. uh, uh, yeah, obviously yeah, I, I can sympathise I can't empathise because Papa Solstice wasn't a, a big I c- I can't. artist. You shouldn't just try to well, sound trying. like John Lennon. You should try and sound like uh, Paul McCartney. That would have been a turn out for the books, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's <was> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he should have tried to do, sound like Ringo Starr. The thing about, the thing about <laughs> Julian Lennon is not even John Lennon liked Julian Lennon. He, he liked Sean Lennon better and gave him a lot of fuss. Wasn't yeah. really very nice to Julian Lennon. Sure yeah. Julian Lennon is is apparently who Hey Jude was about. Just really? Yeah. Because Paul McCartney was uh, more of a dad to him or something. He was he was nice to him, whereas John Lennon was a bit of a prick. Once he's with Yoko, he didn't really want yeah. to do with him. So is it Sean Lennon is the one who's in the group with Les Claypool now, aren't they? Sean oh, Lennon's yeah. pretty cool. He did that Ghost of a, a Sabretooth Tiger. I saw him play with John Zorn, so he's pretty cool. He's gone a different route. Although I have, I can't remember if it's Julian or Sean that I watched the, you know, I like watching awkward interviews. And there was an interview where, was, you know, John Lennon was brought up and he gets really, really, really confrontational about it. And then he goes on this big rant. Do you know what it's like to have to live with this? 
But oh. if that's the case, <laughs> don't go into music, go into a field where you're not going to be compared. Yeah, like okay. Stella McCartney. <coughs> well, Stella McCartney did fashion, did fashion, didn't she? So no one's going to compare her to, to her but dad. I guess it's going to be easy for easy money yeah. to go into music. She got on. John Lennon's son, and they'll go, yeah, come on here then. Zach Starkey did all right. He, he played drums with The Who and then with Oasis. Those are big groups, big money, yeah. big gigs, you know. Yeah. But he's come off all right. So I don't know if it's just because Ringo is a more comical member of the Beatles. You can tell how dull this song is by the fact that we've not actually talked really yeah, about fuck it. the actual fuck it, yeah. song at all. Oh, right, There's nothing yeah. to say. He's only sort of able, it seems, to write one song because this song is basically a slightly faster version of that salt water that he had a hit with. I don't know that one. Oh, when I hear about the hole in the sky, so water wells in my eye. That one. No, that or one. what you can do. But it sounds like the other one. So water wells in my eye. So this this film was actually directed by quite a big film director. This film? Yeah, this song. Michael Winner? Was this on a soundtrack? No, the video. The video was was, oh, okay. was directed by quite a big film director. <laughs> yeah, not my friend. Kenny Russell. Ken Russell. The video I saw no, was just Waters. them like standing around playing in some room. Just yeah, like a live performance. What with like someone dancing about in a doorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who directed yeah. that then? <laughs> uh, it was Sam Peckinpah who directed The Wild Bunch, Straw Dogs, The Getaway, and my favourite, Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. Okay. What? You may know me this. from such movies. As... <laughs> well, I've seen Straw Dogs. Yeah, but like he's a big Western director. He sort of brought. He sort of heralded the the second golden age of westerns that they had in the sixties. Like, there's guess... nothing going on in this video. Easy. Yeah. That was the last thing that Sam Peckinpah ever did was direct two music videos for Julian Lennon. And Julian Lennon was sort of nominated for some MTV Music Video Award of the Year for those really, really rubbish videos. MTV didn't have very high standards, yeah, really. But, you know, people at the end of their career do stuff like that. It's like Orson Welles, his last performance in a film was doing a voiceover in Transformers, uh, Transformers the movie, <laughs> yeah. right? But that is a good movie. Or I think when it's Sydney... doing it down. One of the last things that Sydney Poitier did was direct Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby, you know, and that's fucking awful. This song is not on GTA Vice City. It's on GTA Five. Did it yeah. chart? Did it do anything? Yeah, let's get yeah. this. This one's terrible. Just do like a Valley Girl. To yeah. Valley Girl, like oh my god. Yeah. I-, I can't believe that this got to number five. Oh, that is. Trivial. Oh my god. Get it's, so it's so hot. It's so hot. In the oh, I'll just pick one for the UK. Why are you man? Hello there. <laughs> Why are you man? Are you going down to the late pet? It's a UK number six man. <laughs> yeah, that accent sounds like uh it sounds like the fucking Bo Select Jan and Deck. Let's get cracking with the knacking. In New Zealand they said, Look at our lovely mountains, mate. It's number twenty-four. Number twenty-four? Yeah. In Ireland they said, We got some lovely ma- have they got lovely mountains? <laughs> I don't know whether we've got lovely mountains or not, Fun. but I do know that this is a number five. <laughs> hey there, 
I'm from Alberta. <laughs> you were going to say Alabama. It sounded like Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. number six, boy. Wow, six in everywhere. And then Michael, Michael. Well, hello, it's Michael Kent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael Elgin. <laughs> How many fucking Michaels? Hello, it's Michael Kent. Uh, so get rid of all those other Michaels. <laughs> Michael. I'm sorry you'll have to do better than that, Jules. You're not as good as your dad. That's a number 13 for you, mate. Oh. Yeah. Right, good. We've passed that song. All right, what's that next? Bad. What was the next one? Knocks on your back and your life's up. Oh, the Style Council, shout to the top. Well, I don't mind it. I had mixed feelings I, about this song. I feel I'm getting a bit of Stockholm Syndrome with uh, Style Council. I seem to really? be enjoying them. Well, I I'm not of... really sure why. I think I just like the fact that there's sort of the underdog of uh, really? Paul Weller's career, you know. Yeah. The jam will big, he was big as a solo artist. But I like rooting for, you know, the, the Sylvester McCoys of this world, you know. <laughs> you know or the Colin Bakers. Uh, I thought that... You cannot sing fucking soul songs, mate. Stuck out even more oh, yeah. like a sore thumb in this one oh, than yeah. the last one. Because I thought, like, musically, it was a really nice yeah. song. I was like, oh, it's really nice. The piano line's really yeah. good. And I thought, DC yeah. Lee mm-hmm. is yeah. a good singer. Yeah. Like, but as soon as he started singing, I was just like, oh, you're ruining it, mate. You're ruining I don't, it. I don't think it's, a, it's not. It's, the singing isn't terrible. It's just not appropriate <laughs> for that. <laughs> it sort of worked for the jam, which is quite stripped down and, yeah. and that. But it's it's. Well, he sings differently in the jam. Well, he, he sings differently in in Peacock Suit and all that stuff. Oh. That's coming up in it. I don't. Know. Wildwood, but you know, but yeah, it's just uh, Paul Weller's little fun project that he did in the 80s isn't it it's like what, whatever people thought it's just like no I'm doing yeah, soul now I'm doing soul you say now. that but like I told you the other time what he said about it like he really oh, thinks oh, that yeah, the style yeah, council yeah. are like groundbreaking and like the video yeah. like, that was pretty good really well, it's just them like performing shouting. in front of a yeah, painting but, yeah but the drummer and the key, the piano player were going fucking mental all the way through so I was just like really enjoyed it watching them go getting a lot of minor strike stuff at the moment aren't yeah, we yeah there was all that big they were just playing in front of a big yeah. sort of mural of a minor strike thing oh, that was big then that's yeah. what they were into but I really did feel like really annoyed that the song had been ruined. This is what I think about oh. the other one as well. Yeah, which so one? Actually, that's quite. That's a good song. You should have got a really good song yeah, singer yeah. to sing that. Like, yeah. you should just be writing songs for like DC Lee to sing or whatever. Or is it CD Lee? CD Lee. Lee. Lee, Lee, Lee no, CD. I think it's DC Lee. Yeah. But yeah, they had the same thing as the, what I thought was like, oh, they're doing the, the Boy George thing of because he's a shit singer, they've got a woman in to do the, the good singing bits of the song. <laughs> it's weird because his voice becomes more soulful after the Style Council exists. Does he? Oh, because he gets him. a bit sort of gravelly, doesn't he? I think on yeah, his gets, later stuff. He's, he's not really a good singer until about 1992 and then suddenly yeah. something happens. How did this one do? Right, so, uh, hello mate, this is uh, New Zealand, why don't you come and live here, why don't you come and immigrate here, we'll pay you loads of money, we need engineers and stuff. Yeah, I've been looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a number six for you, mate. 
And in the UK, we said, well, jolly old chap, uh, only number seven, though. Yes. Uh, jolly nice song, but the It's not really a though. shout to the top, it's more of a kind of like raised voice yeah. to the middle. It's more like, well, mum's not going to box. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia, is the only other place it charted? Oh. Michael Kent, uh, yeah, I, I don't think six is good New Zealand, I don't think seven's right either. It's only bloody Colin got straight in at number eight. <laughs> okay, cool. Doctor by the Thompson Twins, which again redundant word. You know how I feel about those. Just call it doctor, or call yeah, it, doctor. or call it doctor physician, or something. Well, like I that. guess they do say doctor, doctor. Yeah, and that is a very sort of you know that's a a well known lead into a joke as well. So I wasn't sure if this was going to be doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad for loving you, and then it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's nothing really in the Thompson Twins that make me want to look into them further no I liked that one song that we heard the one about machines oh yeah that one yeah work yeah. hard on machines but this one was just like yeah this one wasn't so good yeah I had like a dramatic opening but yeah it's just a bit pedestrian like Hold Me Now which yeah. is kind of interesting because the video looks like a nighttime version of the Hold Me Now video yeah, yeah. just on a set with some boxes like jumping about a bit mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of love for the Thompson twins, the people who were around at the time. Yep. Asked. Yeah, asked. They were, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I remember know, Adam, them. Like, Adam and Joe were always going about how they loved the Thompson twins yeah. when they were like teenagers. Alana Curry looks like she's ill, but we know she's all right, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> how did this one do? I haven't really got much to say about this. No, one. it's like another Thompson twin song, and it was pretty dull. It wasn't like terrible. This is the one that everyone seems to remember, though. When yeah. I asked them, like, oh yeah, they did that Doctor Doctor. Yeah, do somewhere down south. Oklahoma. Okay. Jim, do Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, partner. It's I'm from Oklahoma. It's a number 11 for you, number boy. Number 11. In Oklahoma. Ooh, wee. London. <laughs> Hello there, mate. It's <laughs> Australian. <laughs> What's Michael Ken doing here? Yeah, are they all Australian in London now, aren't they? Oh, right then, geezer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I've got a desert eagle. Oh, your balls are getting small. <laughs> yeah, it's number three, mate. Only a number three. Only a number three. Only a number three. Which is actually the highest it got out of anyone. In New Zealand, they said number 12. Uh, in Ireland, they said, Oh, hello there. Oh, what a lovely vibrating tongue for pleasure and women. <laughs> 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 number five. <laughs> And in Canada they said that. Hey, I'm from Prince Edward Island, mate. <laughs> so South African, if you do <laughs> Number 11. Number 11. And then Michael Kent says, uh, you boys are all wrong. It's not that good. It's not as good as that. Only number 14, mate. Yeah, I think Kent's right. <laughs> uh, that's the last we're hearing of the Thompson twins. Yep. They're good. gone. Good. Uh, Who's next?
Heaven, Heaven 17. 17. Uh, yeah. Just it's yeah. not temptation, it's is it? Not. Yeah, that's Day it. It's so that's different as well. I wouldn't have even guessed it was the same artist. Well, this is this is one good thing about it actually is um, the backing vocals on this are by Aphrodisiac, which is spelled A F R O D I Z I A K. Oh right, she she's the lady on Temptation, I think. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, and on the twelve inch, there's some music from that film Electric Dreams. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, you can have some Electric Dreams on but, a twelve inch, um, Martin. Other than that. <laughs> other than that <laughs> No, it doesn't. Yeah, it was just pretty. I can't even remember how it goes. No, I can't. That's what I was thinking. It's like, how does oh. it go? Sunset now. Yeah, trumpets are annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sunset now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. And there wasn't much to it. Yeah. Especially after Temptation. I was expecting a lot, and they didn't deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Video? Watch the video? No. Lots of cardboard cutouts and sock... Uh, not sock puppets, that would have been cool. <laughs> uh, shadow puppets and things and no, lots of not. uses of cut-out paper and that's mm-hmm. basically the whole thing with like photos of them cut out popping up and stuff. Looked really amateurish but probably took ages to make and cost loads of money. Number 39 in the US dance jobby. US dance jobby. Yeah. 24 in the UK. Number 18 in Ireland, not bad, not bad. And uh, Michael Ken said, <laughs> we didn't like this a whole much. Blah, 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 bunch, blib, blib. We didn't blib, we blib. <laughs> we didn't blibbly, wibbly like this one very much. Uh, it was only number 93. 93 not on the Ken. Not even worth hell. being in there, is it? No. Right. <laughs> So then we've got Respect Yourself by the Keen Gang. That's another song that I thought was a different song. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of Express Yourself, which is really yeah. good. Respect and this is... It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, I was thinking it's of that one. nothing, just, just a thing. Well, this the video was funny. But it's mainly just because it was like the pop group that none of them look like pop stars. No. Like an old-looking bloke. And then like, you know, just it, blokes you'd expect to see in the pub. Or yeah. Whatever. And then they were walking around in a music video like they were pop stars. Mm. It's quite funny. The (laughs) song was pretty dull. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was just white boy funk, innit? Really? It wasn't really very funky, though. No. It wasn't very white, were they white? Yeah, they were white. They had sort of like a Cockney white boy image, which was weird for a sort of funky Mm. band. Never heard it before. I liked when he goes, Yow! Talking about the government won't stop their pollution. They, yeah, yeah, they did. Whenever there's a gap, one of the two singers would do like a oh, yeah, ow, yeah, yeah. Like they had to fill oh, the film. They have to do an edit of the song where that's all that's in it, really. <laughs> I, I worked sort of worked out it was about you know not being a being a dick because they were talking about oh, you yeah. cursing at women but you don't even know their name and that and you think that makes you hard and stuff. So what they prefer is if you are going to curse a woman, learn her name. Yeah, so you don't just like, go, "Oh, you're a fuck fucking you, bitch. Sheila." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can really direct at them. <laughs> fuck off, Charlemagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a previous uh, hit with a song previous. called "Small Town Creed," not small, not small town boy. Not the small town creed. 
It's one. actually what the Biker Grove theme is based on. The really? song Small Town Creed by the Kane Gang. Oh, everyone remembers. That was much this. better. Biker Grove was classic, especially the little Ooh. delayed laugh at the end. Biker! <laughs> Grove! Uh-huh. 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 That's on that song as well. <laughs> I don't know if we're seeing these guys. I'm pretty sure we're not seeing these guys. <laughs> I again. hope not. No, that'd be a shame. That must be. It doesn't say. That must be a mistake. Why, hey man, I've done him. <laughs> no, you haven't done Wales yet. Wales, Wales, yeah. Oh, hello there. I'm from Wales. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Wales. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh. Get that daffodil over here right now. Number 21. And the only other person who gave a shit about it was Michael Kent. Yeah. I gave it a number 19, mate. Number 19. They like being yeah. respectful in Australia. Yeah. I'm your private dance. I dance up on Do what you want me to do. I'm your private dance. I dance up on Last one then. Last one. Yeah. Do we really need to spill that many more words on Tina Turner? I think we've all made our positions clear. The, the, the thing about this song is she's a little bit restrained. It's also written by Dire Straits. Was it? Yeah, yeah written by Mark Knopfler. probably explains uh, why it's... The video's good. Rubbish. I mean, I, the, the song's video, pretty rubbish. Yeah, they've got some proper costumes this yeah, time, haven't they? Pretty fucking mad video. Yeah. Another shit magician. I like she's that. like a prostitute and she's going to yeah. go, go meet this guy in a room and he's like, hey, you know, let's let's... It gives us some money, I think. They have a dance, cool. and then yeah. the song song starts, and it goes into some sort of crazy fantasy world play. Where yeah, like, oh, that all sounds like, great. I like that. All that the formality of like poshness with with, but like juxtaposing. Yeah. It's a song about a stripper, really, yeah. isn't it? Um, where she's laying down on the floor, and everyone's just throwing roses on her. Yeah, she's laying on. Oh, it's on the floor or on a bed or something. <laughs> but sort of play plays out that shows that being a prosy isn't good yeah. and then mm-hmm. as she's dancing with the man and he leans in to kiss her or something at the end she like snaps out of it and it was all just a dream and she's like oh no I shouldn't be a prostitute and then she uh. just leaves do <laughs> um, so you know who did the dan- choreograph the dancing no was it Kenny Ortega no was it Tony Basil no you know a lot more choreographers than I thought you would uh, well Kenny Ortega did the choreography for Michael Jackson and uh, yeah. Tony Basil did Hey Mickey but was also a choreographer gone who's the other choreographer right. uh, it was Arlene Phillips from Strictly Come Dancing oh, right. <laughs> I don't know yeah, who I that is I know what Strictly is Come Dancing is she the mean one is she uh, the mean judge or the nice judge I don't really know I think she's nice she's the nice one I think so yeah. Um, yeah although this is written by Mark Knopfler all the guitar whittling in it is Jeff Beck wow what the wow. fuck's going on with this song why is everyone getting up on this piece of shit yeah at least Tina sings it with a little bit of... Uh, yeah. She holds back a bit. She looked a bit better. better in this video as well. Yeah. She looks better as a prostitute than she does normally. <laughs> yeah. She should, she should prosy herself up. I mean, if anything, they should have just kept her normal look. She'd have looked like a prostitute. So, like, they'd <laughs> yeah. make her look less like yeah, a prostitute. Yeah, she did look stupid. Like, I think she was supposed to be, like, a high-class prostitute in it. Oh, right. So she looks more high-class than she does normally. <laughs> <laughs> she normally looks yeah, like she's nice. been using the Homer Simpson makeup. Okay, <laughs> surely we've got to, we're have got. we going to see more Tina. I mean, the yeah. Golden Eye thing. Golden Eye yeah. I'm pretty Golden sure. Man. I'm pretty sure that one is on uh, Now 32, which was mm-hmm. the first Now I had. I'm pretty sure you get Golden Eye. Uh, whereas our first Bond theme is going to be on Now 5. Yeah. Um, so, charts. 
Howdy, partner. I'm from the south of America. <laughs> <laughs> it's a number seven for you, boy, girl, lady, <laughs> little lady. Uh, in the UK, we said... Uh, to uh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Fucking hell. Oh, hello there. <laughs> it's soft Scottish. Yeah, yeah, it's like soft. Oh, Think, hell, think Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. Think Miss Doubtfire and Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. Oh, I'm, hello, I'm Lorraine Kelly. My husband's got a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's only good enough for number 26 there, Tina. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was quite a famous song. Yeah. Uh, in New Zealand, they said, it's number five. Wow. Yeah. In Ireland, they said, well, I like that quite a bit. Uh, number 14 uh, and in Canada they said hello there I'm from Nova Scotia <laughs> <laughs> it's number 11 <laughs> like Dr Nick now <laughs> hi everybody hi everybody Michael Kent said yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree with you Poms on this one number 21 yeah yeah Bandage oh. filth prostitute filth. filth well I'll just run you through some of the stuff that was released between 23rd of July 84 and 26th of November 84 uh-huh. just so you know what didn't make it on here Careless Whisper George Michael oh. biggest. this stuff that's going to pop um, up in the next one though no I checked now five and it's not on there um, A Flock of Seagulls I mentioned mainly because they gave their name to a famous 80s haircut uh, but we were spared from more Tracy Ullman Rod Stewart Ultravox David Sylvian and Smiths oh good Maiden Two Minutes to Midnight and Aces High charted at the time, bit of ACDC. I uh, just called to say I love you. That was charting. That's the number one, I think. Hammer to Fall Queen, which is better than the Queen song we're about to get. Purple Rain. The Riddle by Nick Kershaw. Like a Bloody Virgin. That's a banger. And uh, thankfully, we've also been spared from more Matt Bianco. Hey, good. And there you go. That's what didn't make it. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Hi guys, thanks for listening. You can find us online on the socials. Twitter and Instagram at NWT underscore podcast. And thanks guys. <laughs> See, it's good. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. <laughs>